Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode two, two, two. That's two hundred and twenty-two. Double Nelson. It is the ENS Wolves podcast. I'm your host Nathan Judah. I'm delighted to be joined by Liam Keane. Liam, I said in the tweet just before we went on air. Incredibly. After 221 episodes, we've never, ever done a podcast post-match on a Saturday until today. Maybe I planned it. Maybe 222 was always going to be something special. Or maybe it's because we're going away next week on holiday. <laughs> it's international break, and this is the only time we've got to do it. You take your pick. Well, I'm trying to get away. You you know, keep me longer today than I have to be, really. I know. He's, he's Human. Not, he's not very happy, you see. So some, <laughs> some reporters just have to do wolves. You know, They have to write you know, 150 words on a match report, maybe add a couple of pictures, maybe maybe interview Bruno some of us some of us have got to interview the fans we've got to social media out we've got to upload reports from Shrewsbury from Walsall from non-league from Telford wherever they are <laughs> it's uh, Kiddyminster uh, who else who else is there um, Hensford I don't even know where Hensford yeah. is Hensford lovely long day mate it's a long day <laughs> but we're here like I say, we're not going to be. We're not. We're not actually in the office next week because we're we're going to be. We're going to be taking a bit of time off on international break. So we wanted didn't want it to to have no podcast whatsoever. So yeah, we're doing it tonight. I think we'll probably put it out Tuesday ish. Do you reckon, Liam? Tuesday ish. Whatever you say, Chief. But what's great? What's great is that we're here. You can't get sad. You can't get tired because we're under the lights at Molyneux and two um, one win. Two wins in two. Huang time, baby. Huang time. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Apart from being a bit, been a bit tired, but how's, how's it going? How's, how's your week been? I know you said you were a bit sore, you were a bit bruised, well, you, were a little bit, you were a little bit tired before you came yeah. in here, a little bit tender. What, why is that? My body is in bits. Not, not, not just due to work, I think? No? <laughs> well, a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have, mm-hmm. on Thursday, okay. begun... Begun, or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Brazilian <laughs> Jiu-Jitsu. Wow! I tell you what, it is class. What? It, I don't even know what jujitsu is. Is it like a form of karate? No. So it's a martial art, of course. Okay. Um, of course. Of course. Uh, but it's all to do. As you with, do. Uh, it's all based on Jackie Chan bands. <laughs> no. no. Joint joint locks, submissions, grappling. You know, you're trying to, you know, get. You know, submit the other person, basically. Grappling other men on a Saturday morning. And, and, so, and some women. Really? Mixed? <laughs> I'm interested. Yes. What do you think I'm down there? Just don't tell the missus. Um, yeah, it, well, I, I went Thursday. Okay. Had a little free trial. Okay. Got a, got a sample. Got a sample before you signed exactly. up, baby. Loved it. Right. Friday. Yeah. Signed up. Okay. Sent, sent off the little uh, subscription uh, cash. Signed your life away. And... Uh, Friday went again. Friday night, no messing around. Straight in, straight in again. They have they have ones every single night, so I'm gonna be trying to go a lot. So is it a lot of like, huh, 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 yeah. <laughs> not quite though. It's uh, look, you, you get very up close and personal with uh, mm. Hong Kong fooey style with, with other people, <laughs> right? Okay, um, but it's class. It's so good. I mean, it is knackering. It's real good exercise. You so do, they just jump all over you, basically. You've got to hold and get them so down you, on the yeah, floor. Yeah, you do, you do take down. So you start standing up and you're trying to like sweep the leg and drop people on their mm. back and then get into visit. I mean, I did a bit. Of, they, so sparring, which mm. is what it's called in boxing or whatever. Yeah, the version of that is called rolling. Is what rolling, they call it. Okay. Uh, I did a bit of that on Friday night. Um, Limp biscuit style. Yeah. 
Rolling, rolling. See, I got that one. I got yeah, that joke. Good, See, yeah. um, and you know what? I did it against a couple of the other guys who would just start the same day as me. Mm. Okay. Um, and you know what? I did like, all right, did you? I, I did pretty well. Okay. I, so I submitted them. I was choking necks and everything. I was choking necks. Honestly, I was grab. I was rear naked chokes, arm bars, kimuras, whatever you want. I can do it. Okay. Um, and I've only just begun. Choking. Now chicken. it's mainly because one. Hmm. I am a strong, beefy dude. Ooh, wow! Two. I mean, I mean, the, the the thumbnails I'm putting on these videos say exactly what strong, exactly what you're saying. Strong, beefy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two. Yeah. Surprisingly quick for a big guy. Really? Surprisingly quick. You wouldn't think it, but I, you know, not just quick in body, but in mind. See, a lot of people call you Mr. Muscle, but I don't think they've seen the commercials, have they? So that's before your time. Oh, as that well. is way over my head. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. So you try and get my, my some of my references, mate. But there's a few where you know a lot of people. You become, are <laughs> you are a lot older than me. So, um, <laughs> so and then I did go against a guy who had been clearly been doing it for quite a mm. while. He you know invited me to roll with him. I accepted the challenge. Invited you to roll with him. Yeah, I mean I, it just sounds all raunchy. I, I accepted the challenge. And in that five-minute round, um, he kicked my ass. Right. So, okay. So you so, got brought back time to work. Yeah. Which is which is you know which is what you expect. He, yeah. You do get humbled in this because it yeah. is you, you can have someone smaller than you, younger than you, weaker than you, but mm. if they know what they're doing, they know the technique, they'll batter you. So um, you know he, you know I was humbled. He was taking me down, dropping me on my back, and putting his shoulder into my neck and making me tap and. Yeah, it was great. But I love it. My, my body's a bit sore, but I love it. Two days, I've got a ghee. I've ordered a ghee. It's on the way to the house. What's a ghee? A ghee, it's... Um, I cook with ghee. <laughs> I don't know what the hell that oh, is. Oh, God. It's like a... You see, you know, like... It's similar to what they sort of wear in judo, you know, the... the oh, your white kind of like... Yeah, it's similar, similar to similar Do you get like coloured belts? Yeah, yeah, so, I'll, so, I'll, I'll, so I'll start off at white. white. I've got it. Uh, that comes with the gate on its okay. way. It's in the post. And you're going to send me a pic? Uh, I will give you a pic yes. and, I will, and I will allow you to use it online. Yes, so now will, we're talking, There baby. will be a picture of me on Twitter in the coming weeks. Like, yeah, week or two, hopefully. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, but yeah, I can't I love believe it. how much... So you're paying money to have sweaty crotches in your face, basically. In some ways, yes. Mm. Um... Mm. But in some ways, I'm paying money to have my sweaty crotch with people. <laughs> this, is very, this is very true. Um, but I love it. I think it's. I wanted to do. I, just as a bit of background, I, I don't think I've mentioned it on here, but I'm a big combat sports fan. Mm. So I'm big into MMA. You know, Bellator, UFC, all of those. I watch all those. I'm yeah. big into boxing. I've always wanted to do some sort of martial art. I've never done it. I thought, and I've always wanted to do jujitsu for like two or three years. I've been thinking about mm. it, and I thought well, I'm, I'm going to go for it. The pandemic got in the way, but I'm there now. I'm going for it. I'll be a black belt in no time. I mean, it oh. takes about ten years to get to a black belt, but I'm going to go for it. I feel like I feel like I quite like to face you in the ring, just for morale. Maybe boxing. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't go well for you. Oh, wow! It's absolutely incredible. Q Q charity boxing match end of the season. Keen versus Judah. Get a few Wolves fans putting taking a few side bets. Get, guess who does jujitsu? Carl Ikemi. Really? He does. Oh, interesting. Now that could be that could be tasty. Could be a, I mean, I mean, he's a. He's an athletic beast. He bats me. He's well, yes, um, yes, of course he would. Course he would. But if I mean, he's been doing it a lot longer than me, I think I've seen pictures of him a couple of years ago. Him mm. doing it, but if I get to a good bout level, oh, no. technique on you know, they, you know, I could, I could have, I could have my way with, with Carl. I, I don't, I don't bat myself. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I don't. He bat. Could me. Have your way with Carl. Excellent. We need to dig. We we digress. Um, Wolverhampton Wanderers two, Newcastle one. Liam, um, look, not not a great game to be honest. Uh, two, well, no, Wolves were okay, and I mean okay at best, apart from p- probably two players on the pitch who were a different class, different level. I thought um, Newcastle are 
they, I mean, it had to be nice, nice on <laughs> camera. They are absolutely dog crap. They're, they're, they're poor, awful. Apart from, I feel sorry for saying Maximan because him in that side, they are dreadful. I'll be stunned if they don't go down. I mean, you look at Norwich down. I think they got a point today actually, but but I'll be stunned. That is a really really bad bad outfit. And if they'd drawn that game, I'd have been fuming. I think the fans would have been fuming. And is it has it papered over the cracks? Yes, to somewhat. However, two goals for someone who is available for £12 million at the end of the season. Looks like an absolute bargain. Juan was superb. I thought Jimenez, the link-up play, is what we've wanted for such a long time. I don't think he's had the same connection since Jota. Okay, it's only one game, but you miss that Jota-Jimenez connection. Nobody says, don't talk about Jota. He's not. He's irrelevant to us, blah 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 He's gone now. Well, yeah, but he was a big reason why Raul Jimenez and vice versa were so prolific. I know it's only one game, Liam, but the signs are there. Huang's only started two or three times here in a Wolves shirt that this could be something that could be quite special. I think so. And you know what? I've seen quite a few people mention Jota in the same breath. And I do think he is, in some ways, kind of similar to Huang. You know, he carries the ball in a similar way. He's very, you know, runs with intent, very powerful. Um, I think that was a big, no, it is a big strength of, uh, of Jota's. Um, so I think in some ways he's a sort of similar player. Um, mm. And... It would be lovely to see a proper, a proper partnership. You know, Huang's coming in off the left, um, but he is coming very central. I mean, his the first goal came from him coming from central to the right side. So you know, he was he was mixing it up. He was mixing his runs up, and I thought his runs were very intelligent as well. Um, intelligent, composed, good finishes, um, and then all those similar words you can use for Jimenez as well, uh, alongside you know, determined, strong. Um, real intent with the ball as he was carrying it forward and just to ride the challenges as well um, it would be nice to see a good link up there um, and Bruno said after the game that he thought that was Jimenez's best performance this season uh, despite not getting a goal and I think I'd probably have to agree with him as an overall performance mm. um, I thought he was I thought he was brilliant His confidence levels isn't it just the way he was moving I mean not, not just not just the assists but some of the turns today he left the Newcastle players for dead he really did and it just shows what one goal can do and Raul Jimenez is not just about goals, he's about assists. I mean, one of the top assist makers in the Premier League for, for strikers over the last two to three seasons. So the fact that he's starting to do that as well, those good as goals for me. But if he's if he's assisting and putting goals and putting passes on plate, it's up for someone it's up to someone to finish it. And unfortunately Wolves haven't got a finisher. They've got a finisher here because right foot, left foot, I mean he's on for the perfect hat trick. But these aren't goals that that, that you know need to be blasted like a lot of these Wolves players these have been caressed these have been finished these are these are astute, fin- astute finishes that you know are going into the opposite corners that a lot of the lot of the players can't do and it's been crying out for someone like this for such a long time that's the point I was about to make and it's a good point um, this team doesn't have an abundance of finishes an abundance of players that have over their careers have scored you know 15-20 goals in a season um, Raul is you know he's probably standing alone in that uh, in that regard so to have and he and you know he was top of um, well in terms of the uh, chances created coming into the last couple of games he was like third I think in the Premier League I think Trent and Alexander Arnold and someone else was, was above him uh, I think it was Grealish actually was above him um, so you know he's creating a lot of chances but the reason Wolves haven't scored a lot of goals is that people he's created the chances for haven't been putting them away you know Semedo's missed a couple and and uh, a few other players in the Troy of course as well so to have um, it, Jimenez has been making the chances and to have someone finishing them 
makes him look even better as well, as well as you know Huang coming away looking pretty uh, pretty good too. So um, it's a good partnership. I like it. I, I had a feeling Huang would start today. I really did um, because I think Bruno already feels like he can rely on him. He likes what he sees in him and the hard work he puts in. Mm. I mean, Jimenez does this as well, but mm. Huang, you know, he runs himself into the ground. He was absolutely gasping for air in those last couple of minutes before he came off. Um, and yeah, he he puts that kind of effort in. He's also intelligent with his runs, looks after the ball well. Um, it's all making for a very good, at the moment, loan signing. If he continues to do this, and I'm not saying he's going to score two goals every week, I'm not, but I mean, just... Just you know the the link up play that it becomes a regular that he's his performances are at a, a level that you know that he's good enough he's young enough and and that he's at Premier League level that where you think okay I could have I could have a player here not just playing in first team but as good as you know to get into the 15 16 17 of your squad for 12 million quid would you do that deal if they've got first option Wolves I believe they've got first option would you try and get that deal done in January okay so they're going to sign at the end of the season but just just get it done get it out of the way get no you know no question marks at the end of the season because for me not just not just the way that he plays but he's a fan favourite he gets people off his seats he's that kind of the, like you see the energy the enthusiasm I mean he was doubly cramping up bless him at the end of the game here now but that's what you want and I feel like you know, we'll, we'll come on to try in a little bit, but you know, you look at Huang, you look at someone like Trincao on the other side today. I mean, that's night and day. And Trincao could be a good player potentially. You know, I'm sure he is a good player, but he hasn't shown it in a Wolf shirt yet, nowhere near. Um, of course, Newcastle score the goal on the back of a, a chance that should should have been been two nil. Now he needs to find himself because he got a chance today, and I'll be absolutely stunned stunned if he's starting against Aston Villa in two weeks' time. So. You look at the two, and it, for me, it's night and day on the play on the player point of view. And if you've got two guys, you know, playing for an option to option to buy, Huang for me at twelve million quid is an absolute bargain. I, I can't disagree. Um, do you do it earlier? Um, I mean, it'd be nice to get it done and over the line, wouldn't it? But you know, contractually, Wolves have got that option, and there's not really there's not really a need to to force it. I don't think, um, or you know, or take a take a, a big step before. They need they need to because they've got that option there. I mean, it's not going to just disappear mm. in in the summer. So, um, and also you you can never account for what's going to happen. You know, imagine if they they do that in January and then something you know a bad injury that happens mm. two weeks later. You can never account for, for these things. So, yeah, I just hope it's watertight the actual deal yeah, and stuff. You yeah. know, what I mean, and you know, sometimes you have um, issues with people moving goalposts and everything, and and. You know the, the way that the football finances are at the moment. A lot of a lot of clubs are very keen to get get money up front quickly. You know what I mean because they've got issues elsewhere in, in different clubs. So if they can get him for for that around that, or they pay you know a certain lump sum up, up front quickly to to make sure maybe it's less overall. But um, Wolves have done that before. They've announced deals in January for you know for, or a couple of months before 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 the the summer transfer window starts. So. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I guess it depends how how um, how active they are in the January transfer market. If um, if maybe they're not still getting these plays that they think they need, then I think maybe a Hwang deal just to smooth things over. You could quite easily see that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's, I mean that's a good point. They, they have probably also got other priorities when it comes to mm. when it comes to January. Um, but or when Max Kilman goes down today, anything and Willy Bolly oh, gets no. ready, and you think, oh my goodness me! I mean, they're going down, getting right. through centre backs like like nobody's business. Thankfully, Kilman was okay. We, I know. Yeah, thanks spoke, God. Spoke to him and he was all good. So. I had my Botman text ready to go, mate. <laughs> but the, the point you made on on Trincao, um, mm. it's blowing hot and cold for me. I, I, I'd see, 
I see good moments. I saw a good first half against Watford. I see good touches. But for me, he flows in and out of the game too much. Mm. It's not a consistent performance. He, it's too lightweight um, for me, man. Yeah, he, he flows anonymously out of games at times. And you don't see him for 10, 15, 20 minutes. And then he comes back into a game and, and might have a few nice touches. So um, I don't think it's quite there yet. I'm surprised he lasted as long as he did today. Um, didn't think he was great and you mentioned that chance in the first half when it was still 1-0 I mean he's got to bury that hasn't he yeah. it was a yeah. 10 yards if that was it left foot on his favoured mm-hmm. left foot mm-hmm. catches the ball nicely as well catches, yeah. it, catches it well um, but to hit the underside of the bar from there with the goalkeeper scrambling he's got, he's got to score he's got to score mate yeah, he's got to score and then look what happened up the other end it's typical yeah. isn't it um, where do we stand on the goal that's the, that's the uh, for me it's not a foul point. for me um, it's whether whether Sar stays stays down or not, we'll never know whether that's going to be looked at. Um, but irrelevant, compa- you know, with with whether Sar should have stayed or not. I think, I think yourself as a goalkeeper, you naturally if you can get up, you just do that in you know in the moment to try and stop a goal. But the defending was awful. They had two or three or four chances to clear the ball. That's where the problem lies, to be honest. And there are, for me, they deserve it. And I think, to be honest, it's probably a fair goal. Yeah, I think um, having watched the, the replays and we mentioned it on the video we did as well, um, it goes in sort of a few stages for me. It goes, Trincao should have scored. It wasn't a foul. Uh, for me, it was a 50-50 that, um, you know, you, you give as good as you take mm. in those situations. Should Newcastle um, have kicked it out? No, because... And, and if Wolves had done that, I'd have been disappointed because Wolves, as you say, had possession mm. af- after that. They, they had it to clear it, do something with it and they gifted the ball straight back to straight back to Newcastle and then Mankio plays it to Hendrick and you know the rest is history. Um should Saar have stayed down, in hindsight you can say I would say yes because potentially it would have got looked at. Um and you can the way goalkeepers are protected as well, which you know, you can argue they're probably overprotected in football, but the way they are protected and the way that officials make decisions, it feels to me that had he stayed down, potentially They'd have given it in his favour, um, but again, that's you know ifs, buts, and maybes. Had they scored from Trincao, had they done you know defended it correctly, you're right yeah. in saying that the defending was poor. Um, then none of this would have been relevant in the first place anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, thankful, really, that that didn't define the game in the end because it was a really shoddy goal to concede, really. Um, and, and Bruno afterwards thinks that it should have been. Um, it, that Saar was on the floor for too long and that should the referee should have stopped play but um, I can understand why Newcastle carried on if, if, if it was the other way around I'd want Wolves, Wolves to carry on as well mm. but thankfully like I said they got the job done and um, and it was another, another lovely finish in the second half thank goodness someone I want to talk about um, is a player who got on today for about 30 seconds I mean I think we were all Bruno, Bruno likes to, to shock us a little bit with team selections. I was shocked that Adama Traore was not playing today. We asked him in the press conference about the contract. I remember you, I think you asked him actually, Liam, in his pre-match press conference about the um, about the situation with Adama. And he's like, keeps on saying that Wolves are confident that Adama is going to sign and, and Adama will become one of the highest paid players at this club. He can't be happy when he, when he learns of the team and he says he d- d- doesn't say the team until the morning of the game. To rock up today, knowing that he's not in that side against a Newcastle that, for me, would have tortured Newcastle today. Asking, asking for him. I mean, some of the fullbacks at Newcastle are bloody awful. He can't be happy getting on for thirty seconds or a minute or a minute and a half's play. Adama Traore, if you're if you've got a contract on the line and you're and you've got other clubs who are saying, "Come on, we will make you," 
um, a huge offer and well I know they're not supposed to do that yet but you know what I mean but <laughs> it, it goes on and um, and look just signing with us as a free agent and happy days you can double or treble what you're earning here why why should Adama Traore sign at Wolves yeah it's a good it's a good point I um we speak to Bruno about it. Actually, first of all, the uh, it wasn't uh, it wasn't actually my question. Someone beat me to it, but uh, no. <laughs> just to say, but uh, we speak to Bruno about his team selections and and you know obviously dropping Neves and Traore at, uh, at Southampton, which was a, a surprise. Neves coming back in to get in, in today, which we thought would happen, but then Trincao coming in, which we probably yeah. didn't expect. Yeah. Um, and obviously Traore missing out, which we didn't expect. But um, speak to him about this, and he and he's adamant that it's you know tactical. He's looking at where to exploit or you know stop a, a threat from the opposition um, and this is why he makes the decisions between the two in midfield who's who's further forward etc um, you're right when you say that Adama Traore in the middle of you know sorting out a new contract isn't going to be isn't going to be pleased that he you know played for 30 seconds today or whatever he didn't he didn't look particularly happy about it um, but that in isolation compared to you know the whole situation of you know, organising a very lucrative contract for himself. Um, I don't think they necessarily come hand in hand. Um, a player, as a natural competitor, as an athlete, is going to be disappointed not to to have played in this game. And it's, of course, I'm, I'm, I imagine disappointed not to have started at Newcastle. Oh, sorry, at Southampton. Um, but I don't think those two have a massive bearing on what the final decision is going to be. You know, if he, if he doesn't play between now and Christmas, then that's maybe a different story. But I think those two games, it's it's not going to affect it too much and and you also look at um, tactics that Bruno is employing I don't necessarily mean football tactics either um, he knows that everything's go- ongoing with Adama Traore in the contract and um, it wouldn't surprise me and managers do this and, and they do this for right or wrong reasons that it wouldn't surprise me that it's a, a little bit of a message a little bit of a, mm. a kick up the arse to say you know look we we want you here but you need to earn your place you need to you need to be performing um, he started the season very well and maybe had a little dip in one or two of the games but um, managers do these kind of things. It's it's only natural. So I I can imagine it's more on that side than anything else. Um, hopefully, get it all sorted and over the line. Um, and I would, as you say, be very very surprised if he doesn't start at Villa. I'd be shocked if he doesn't start there. Um, so on to that and making him making him the highest potential one of the highest, if not the highest paid player at, at Wolves. Some people will look at. Adama Traore's output, and this is the flip side of things, saying, you know, should he be started today or not? I would have started him. But you look at his goals and his assists over two seasons, and you think, well, why? If you look at his stats on the page, you're thinking, are you kidding me? Why, why are you offering this guy this amount of money? Can you understand people questioning that? I can certainly understand people questioning it, yes. Um, and you're totally right, the numbers need improving. Um, but for me, he offers something that is so different so unique um, and he's obviously obviously has a good market value as well if you add all these different uh, factors into play that for me Wolves would be naive not to try and keep hold of him um, not only does what he offer what he what is what he offers you know unique and special I think um, it opens up the play for the players in the team you know um, he often attracts two three four defenders towards him and um, I just think and I mean, you know, bearing in mind he's what twenty five now, I think he is. Um, he should probably be getting to the stage now where he's adding more numbers yeah. to his game. But I'm also confident that he can add more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think with a player now whose stock currently is so high, 
uh, I think yeah as I say Wolves would be naive not to not to do their best to keep mm. hold of him and, that, and that's what they are doing I mean I'm just you never know what's going to happen of course it's a long season but let's say end of the season and they've got you've got Huang playing you've got Pedence available you've got Traore you've got Neto playing I mean oh. you, you missed Trincao I did miss Trincao <laughs> absolutely I missed him out but those four guys absolutely sensational to you know, to bring in, to bring out, to, to swap side. They can all play on different sides. Amazing. You know, let's say you, you make that Huang deal permanent. As it stands at the moment, I wouldn't make Trincao permanent. But you get those four guys playing in a side. You get excited about the You add Raul Jimenez to that. You add, goodness me, another striker potentially. I mean, we might get one in 2028. But, oh, mate. I mean, that is genuinely exciting. Of course, a few things have got to go. People have got to stay fit. But from the attacking side of things, Wolves are in a great position. And these guys have got... Okay, Jimenez is one of the elder statesmen, but a lot of these guys have got plenty of years and their best years ahead of them. Yeah, definitely. And for me as well, I think this is obviously, you know, guessing really, but I think if Neto comes back in, um, doesn't hopefully it's the November-December timeline that Bruno was given previously. If he comes back in, you know, gives, has a little bit of time to get settled in and back to fitness and, and playing regularly again... I can see Wolves, and also depending on what they do with centre-back issue in January, um, I can see Wolves changing then potentially to a four. Mm. Could you imagine playing Huang and Jimenez up top together with Neto and Chori on oh, Give I'm, it to me now. I'm getting excited thinking oh, about it. Oh, baby. I mean, that, I mean, that, and then, you, then you've got uh, Daniel Podence and, uh, and Trinkau as, as two other options. Other mm. back. I mean, that is, I think that's a really healthy... Again, Fabio Silva as a backup to the top two yeah, as well. A yeah. really healthy position to be in. Great position. Um, particularly when in January they're going to have Bolly and Sai's heading off to the AFCON, mm. AFCON combination. Mm. So, um, Kilman and Botman at the back. <laughs> it'd be nice, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I mean, the options are there. They, they really are, as, as we keep alluding to, they need to sort out the, uh, the other end of the pitch. But the options are there. Neto coming back in is going to be a real boost. Imagine if we get Johnny back in the new year as, as his. You know, going well at the mm, moment, mm. he gets back into form playing again. I mean, he, Johnny's a, a brilliant player. He is, yeah. So it could. Be... I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to get too excited about Johnny because you don't. You I'll, don't. You don't want to curse. I don't want to curse. Yeah, it. I don't want to curse it. The poor guy's had a, had a had a horrible year and a half. So I just want to, you know, let, let him do his thing. The good thing is about Johnny, they can literally just ease him in so 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 slowly. You know, with with Marcel, with uh, with Nori. You know, there's. That basically, I'm writing off Johnny until next season. Really, just just get him playing bits and bobs and bits and bobs. There doesn't need to be Johnny doesn't need to be playing ten games in a row for the last ten games of the season for me. You know? No, no, that's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Um, it would be nice having him back. It would be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> it would be nice, would be nice having him back in. Right. So so play three, lost three to start the season. Now they've played seven, won th- won three, lost four. Um, I mean, the <laughs> they've been Brentford. Would it be? It's amazing, really, but. You know, nine points from seven games. It's not a bad start, Liam, in terms of points. And they had a horrible start to the season in terms of fixture difficulty. Um, they're, a, they're a point away from European football, as it stands. Come How crazy on, is that? A point away, uh, if, I'm, if I've got my rose-tinted spectacles on. But 11th going into the international break now. Tottenham and Leicester play tomorrow, so... Um, you know, maybe maybe they might be twelfth or even thirteenth, but but let's say they're eleventh or twelfth now. Got to take that, don't they? For, with after three games, 
Oh, definitely. Uh, I mean, in some ways, it almost is more frustrating because they played so well in those first three games. Imagine if they got two, three, four points in those three games as well. I mean, we'd be talking about winning the league. Yeah, <laughs> so, absolutely. Um, and as you rightly mentioned, the Brentford result, um, had they bothered to turn up for that game, then maybe we could have been different as well. But um, look, for me, uh, yes, it's a good position to be in. Um, and what I think is a good sign and a good habit is to have played n- certainly not at your best against mm. Southampton and mm. Newcastle and to have won both games. Because yeah. um, we were talking before about you know playing so well in those first three and losing. You then play badly and you're still losing. The common denominator is you're still losing. Mm-hmm. To have played, I wouldn't go as far as saying badly in those two games, but they're certainly not their best. Um, but to have won them, I think, is only, is only can only be good. It's a good sign, it's a good habit to be in. Um, this team can certainly get better, can yeah. certainly improve. You can get back to you know the heights of earlier this season, but also probably above that as well. I think that it's, it's talented enough to do that. Um, and then Villa looks a, a tasty proposition at this point, doesn't it? Because if they go away there... Partner like, performance. Partner performance, get a result. You know, it's starting to come together a bit now, isn't it? Leapfrog them. It'd be nice. The, oh. It feels a little bit like Wolves have decompressed a little bit. I mm. think the pressure's just eased slightly. Don't get me wrong, they have to build on these results and they have to come back after the international break. And, you know, if they come back and they get smashed by Villa and are terrible, it's, you know, the last two weeks have been forgotten. but uh, And not in a good way. But they have to... They have a little bit of wriggle room, I think now, and that's um, that can only be a good thing for Bruno because it it did at one point after Brentford feel like it was getting a little bit um, a little bit hostile. Yeah, oh, the four defeats from seven, but it's the draws that kill you, and they haven't had a draw this season. If they keep winning, losing, winning, losing, that's a damn sight better than than Wolves have been perennial draw specialists over mm. you know over the last you know couple of seasons. So. Uh, if you keep on winning games, then you're definitely going to ha- give yourself a chance. And you know, nine points from seven games, you know, you times that by four, you're probably safe after after 28 games. You know, with 10 games to go. So, I think, I mean, there's the argument: Wolves have Wolves have won two on the bounce. Is it a good time or a bad time for the inter- international break? A few people I was speaking to afterwards saying, "I wish the international break hadn't come." I'm going to say it's a decent time actually, yeah. just to breathe, just to take stock. Just to, okay, let's let's see what we're not playing amazingly well, and like you say, ironically, I mean, they played great, lost, and they played average and, and won games, which is at least a decent sign. You don't want them to be getting thumped two or three or four nil every week, so so that's a good sign. But what's what's gone right? What's gone wrong? Let's assess. Let's take our time. Let's let some of these guys go on international duty, get back, and and see, you know, do a little bit more analysis. I know Bruno is very much into into looking at the at the footage and and seeing exactly where where wolves need to improve on i actually think that it that it's it's actually come at a pretty good time to be honest yeah i think i'll have to agree um had they been you know in these last few games smashing these teams mm, you know, yeah, absolutely yeah. running through them and yeah. you know, putting two three four past them um then you'd say you know the timing's bad but um the performances as you say have been fairly okay they've mm. been uh, i think they've been pretty resolute at the back for the most part um but yeah, I mean, it, it, I think it comes at a decent time because they've got a few players going away, not loads. They've got a few um, opportunity to regroup a little bit. Take stock, I think, is a good phrase that you use there because that, that sums it up for me. Um, and focus on what will be a difficult and fiery Villa game because that, that won't be easy. Um, and it almost, whether this is a good thing or, or, or not, it almost adds to the anticipation a little bit for that game. Um and I think it could it could be a it could be a good occasion uh, in that sense. So, 
yeah, take take stock, um, have a bit of a breather. A few players are going to need a little bit of a rest as well, and keep every single centre back fit, <laughs> please. Do you want to uh, do you want to tell everybody uh, the helpings that you took at the um, at the press food uh, this afternoon before you got to the game? Uh, I, I certainly can. I mean, I don't understand why there's a problem, Mr. Tudor. Um, what did you have? It was a lovely lamb casserole mm. with some potatoes and some veg. Yeah. Um, I may have had two servings of that. Wow. Um, two or three? No, 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 two. Right. No, 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 two. But when we were talking about three before the. the so when I got when I got to the to the press food because I was I was there about now and twenty minutes before and there was the salmon had gone and the casserole had gone and I had to have some some meat and some some cold meat. You're quite happily sat there, absolutely. I mean, you didn't move when I came. You didn't even greet me. You can't move because your bloody ass was in the chair. The jujitsu, Jesus Christ, what was going on, listen, man? Listen, you've had, you've had, you've had two portions of food. I was in a food coma. What else did you have? And then the third thing that I had was, wow. a, was a nice little slice of cheesecake. That wow, I had it was gorgeous as well. It was lovely. And I brought um, you a bloody custard tart as well. No, and I ate that before even this game. Even and you're still as well. hungry. You're looking at soup. I've got one left, right? Would you like to? I'm going to have a little bite just to taste it. Would you like to have it afterwards? You're not, finish you're not, it. You're not, you're not going to Too many calories it. for me, so I'm going to have a little bite to taste you it. Sure but you sure you don't want it? No, I'm going to have a little bite. i have it. <laughs> okay, right. Okay, right. Well, COVID times, but as long as you're okay with it, I don't, then, uh, I don't get it. I'll have a little bite to see what it's like. It's kind of like a pasket now. Oh, it was nice. It. I'll tell you. Right. One second. Oh, yeah. It's good, that, isn't it? That's delicious. You sure you don't want it? No, too many calories, mate. But that's fine. I'll have a little Suits taste. Me. Look, I, I deserved it. I put so much effort in the jiu-jitsu yesterday. I'm bloody burnt so many calories. Amazing. That's absolutely delicious. Um, do you take some questions? Oh, do my it. God. That's that's, I, oh, that's emotionally good. I, I want to sort of eat it in between, but it's going to be a bit rude for the podcast. Well, I'm going to do, I'm going to do a readout now for the sponsor. So you've got... You've got oh, yes. Let me you've scan got it quick. You've seconds. Um... Uh, yeah, thanks for our sponsors, Adoption at Heart. Adoption at Heart, wow, you are... That's the biggest <laughs> mouth I've ever seen in my mind. Adoption at Heart. Provide adoption services for the City of Wolverhampton Council, Walsall Council, Dudley Borough Council and Sandwell Children's Trust. And is encouraging those who are considering adoption to come forward to take the next step. I can't get you, I've got you at the side of my face. Side of my eye, just literally full of crumbs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> The Black Country Agency is appealing for adopters who can give our children lots of individual time, understanding and ongoing support. Not a good for this readout, mate. I'm not um, looking to recruit adopters from within a diverse section of the community, irrespective of gender, sexual orientation, disability, race or faith. To start your adoption journey or to find out more, why not book on our next virtual information event? Visit www.adoptionatheart.org.uk or to see the next available dates, book your place or call 01902 I think I might need to pre-record that, to be fair, next time. I I ate that with time to spare. You've got you literally had 20 seconds to spare. Yeah. You've inhaled it. You haven't eaten it. You've inhaled it. Listen, I'm known among, among you know... Friends and family right. has been a very quick eater, right? Like, to the point where no get, di- no digestion going on in the. I give, old... I give myself indigestion and I still don't stop it because I just I just craving that food. I'm just a big food. It's not, it's not it. going to leave you. It's not going to leave you. It's not going anywhere. But it's I, I don't even think about it. I just I, it's almost like an out of body experience. And by the time I realise what's going on, half of it's gone. I'm just... Absolutely inhaled it. That was ridiculous. It was gorgeous though. Say that it's del- it is very good. Very very good. Um, right, should take some questions from the beautiful people. Throw them at me. Chris Fisher, straight up. If Adama isn't starting, why would Wolves potentially pay 
pounds for him a week. He's put euros, but I think he means pounds. It might be euros. I don't know. <laughs> um, and why would he want to? Why would he want to stay if he um, if he's only on the bench? I think he knows he's an important player. He knows he's a big part of Wolves. Um, I don't think. Yeah, as I said, from the previously when I was talking about it, I don't think that it's um, it's an issue in these games in isolation. It's a it's a question if he hasn't signed and it's you know a couple months down the line, or even if he has signed and we're a few months down the line and he's still not being played. I think it's more of a question mark then for me. Um, the, you say why would Wolves play, pay it? You know, as I say, he's a big part of the plans. They uh, they want to keep him. Bruno mm. wants to keep him, and you can see why. I mean, he's he's a he's dynamic. He's and he's enthralling. Box office. Box office. Mm. Great. Uh, okay, oh, that was a quick uh, quick answer, right? Uh, no mess around, me, mate. Call me in a way. No, I like it, I like it, I like it. Okay, Poco Drum says, my second little boy is due to be born any day now. Do I call him Juan Jimenez or Jimenez Juan? Uh, congratulations, first of all. Yes, yeah, well, he hasn't been born yet, so you can't give him congratulations yet. Oh, God, we have to put a damper on everything. So I'm just saying. He hasn't done anything. Give him the missus. It's the missus who does all the work. I thought it's pretty easy. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. The women that oh, listen, they won't like the that, ladies. Really. They oh, won't the like ladies. it. They're not going to be happy. They're um, going to be battering down the doors in Warwick. What road are you on again? Yeah, like, like you're going to get me to say that out, yeah. Um, Huang Jimenez sounds better, I think. Huang nice Jimenez, Poco. Only having a joke, mate. Uh, Steve says... Why is the manager? Uh, why is the manager? Why, why couldn't he see today that Trincao and Semedo were struggling so much with zero link-up play down that channel? It cried out for a damn, and he ended up with two minutes only. And Doncon, uh, we were hanging on today and didn't need to. Frustrating, he says. Yeah, I, I'd agree. Actually, I think it was, um, you know, naturally they start to defend a bit deeper, as they did against Southampton as well. Um, but I said to you, I think it was about 60-65. I said for me, I'd get Dendonka and Traore on now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> whether for who, for whoever they come on, but it would have been Trinkal for Troy for me. But whoever you bring on for um, Dendonka, I thought they needed someone to just carry the ball forward a bit more, um, and someone who's going to, I suppose, win it back a bit more as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd agree. I think they were struggling on that side. I didn't think Trinkal also made had a particularly good game. Um, you may hear the uh, the rain starting to trickle down. It's it's actually quite it mes- is quite heavy, isn't it? it? It's very very therapeutic actually. It's quite nice. The the, the subtle tones of the of the rain trickling on the modern new turf. Uh, yeah, don't don't become a don't become a writer, mate. <laughs> Wait a second. That's how I get my hundred k a week. Hundred k a week. Yeah, you and the dams. Uh, Sam says, do we get ourselves into trouble unnecessarily by playing out from the back, or is it necessary part of the style slash identity Bruno is looking to build, and the advantages outweigh the odd scare? Uh, it's a bit of both. It certainly seems to be part of what he's trying to do. Um, but equally, I think there's been certain times where it's been unnecessary. Um, and to me, and it's certainly a question to, to pose at some point as well, but to me, they seem to do it a lot less today. Um, unless maybe I just wasn't concentrating on had my head in my laptop. But it seemed like they weren't, <laughs> it seemed like they weren't doing it too much today. Uh, or at least, as, at least um, there weren't as many scares as there was against Southampton. Um, I don't think it's necessarily a, a bad thing to pursue or, and continue with. Um, you just, I think the timing of it, mm. you need to find the right time. Mm. And against Southampton, they too often in that first half, they struggled with the wrong timing for yeah. it. So it's not, it's not a bad thing. Springhill CC says, are we a more cohesive unit without Adama in the side? I think if you want to manage a game, you probably are. And I think that's why he didn't come on for so long today, because they got the goal, what was it, within about 10 minutes of the, of the second half? Yeah. Um, I think had they gone another five or ten minutes without that goal, he would have been, he'd have been on, um, which is around the time you know I was I was talking about it. So um, potentially, yeah, because I think he 
he had so much going forward, but you know he's not a defensive-minded player. Um, I think they are cohesive is a good way of putting it. I think they're more a more complete um, defensive unit without yeah. him. Yeah. Um, but you don't always want to be that defensive unit. Hence why you know he starts certain games, for example. Lewis says, "How much is Kilman worth?" It's a good question. It's a good question. I've really thought question. about it. Yeah, I've not thought. Let's about Let's say that. you're selling him in January, which obviously Wolves aren't. What what would he be going for? What kind of money? I'm obviously incredibly young. Yeah, for me, you, Premier League football. You have to look at the package. English footballers yeah. of a similar style. Yeah, at a similar age. You're looking yeah. at you know your your Lewis Dunks, your yeah. Ben Whites, kind, yeah. those kind of players. Um, I, I don't think he's been doing it long enough no. to be anywhere near. I'm saying what he's worth now, not yeah. worth in two years' time. What's he worth yeah. now? What's he worth this moment? So Wolves fans will be like, no, what are you talking about? But it's just in what his, his market value is it, is different. Yeah, his market value at the moment, I think Wolves could get 10 to 15 for him. Yeah, I was going to say 16, 17. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think so. Yeah, uh, I mean, I think he'll be worth more, a hell yeah. of a lot more in, in a couple of years' time when you know people actually see him on the scene and stuff. But he's only worth more worth as much as what I think people are willing to pay obviously yeah, exactly. um, but he's not going anywhere so that's fine uh, Ronan Gibbons says uh, another transfer transfer question he says with Van der Beek being so out of favour at United is he the sort of player we should be looking at in January no <laughs> short and sweet uh, I, I think he's a good player um, I like what I've seen from him in uh, Ajax I he's not really been given a fair crack at, at United um, but is he it depends on the on the system. If you're playing a a four two three one potentially, he's not a, a midfielder to play in a two. He's more of a ten. Um, he also potentially is more of an eight. Um, but I don't think you can play that in a two. Um, so unless Wolves are going to play a different formation, different system, I don't think he suits the way Wolves play. Um, is he a talented player? Yes. Is would he improve the overall squad at Wolves? Yes. Does he fit what they're trying to do? I'm not sure. Mm. Um, <laughs> Sam says, "Could William Jose be an option for Spurs in January if Kane leaves?" <laughs> you see, he's, he's uh, scored at Betis the other day. Uh, uh, did he? Yeah, he scored he, a yeah, day. Yeah, it was, it was a decent goal actually as well. Uh, well, you know, one in what seventy. Um, this is from G. I think this is actually um, Gail who did a um, school talk for Norton Keynes about this. Norton Keynes, Norton Cans. I don't know what is it. Keynes, I think. Is it Keynes? Is it? So. Yeah, yeah. It was good. It was nice. It was good. Good year ten students actually. To be fair. Um, they put um, she puts a Huang Chan could he be the perfect companion for Diogo uh, since uh, replacement for Diogo Jota and also we kind of discussed that but also um, how good was Sace today he said, she says and that's a yeah. fair point I thought he had a, a you know obviously he's come under a lot of pressure a lot of scrutiny but last couple of games Southampton and here pretty two pretty solid games yeah I think so um, and for me in both games I think the second half has been better than the first half for him um, a few of his passes again were very Bog standard, misplaced, mistimed in that first half, but then equally, I thought he dealt with Saint Maximan very well. Um, some good crunching tackles, which I like to see, um, and I think he dealt with it pretty well. Uh, and then again in the second half, I thought he was pretty solid. So um, yeah, you, you know, credit where it's due because I think Brentford he was very poor. The, the team was, but he was as well. Um, first half at Watford, him and Marcel were very poor. But I do think the last couple of games he's come on. Um, so yeah, fair play to him, certainly. Paul Mansell says, Max Kilman has been brilliant this season. Is it a fair comment that he now needs to be more of a threat in the opposition's box, seeing as he is such a monster? I think it's a fair comment. I think Wolves in general need to be better at set pieces. Um, 
because they do have at least some aerial presence. You know, Raul is good in the air. Kilman again, he, you know, he's a big lad. Uh, Cody's when he has gone up there, which isn't that often, he has you know scored for England, got one for Wolves towards the end of last season. You know, he has got that potential in the in the opposition box as well. And don't forget Sice. You know, there was a period last season when Sice was scoring almost every week. It seemed like. Mm. Um, so yeah, I do think as an overall. That more should be made of Wolves making more of those opportunities and Kilman yeah, is, is involved in that George Brown and Jez Massey a couple of questions about players thoughts on Trincao this season says Jez and George says um, worrying performance good win without Adama I don't feel we have a right side thoughts on Nelson Semedo so far this season he says not impressed nice custard tarts as they were <laughs> um, so thoughts on thoughts on Semedo thoughts on Trincao I mean, pretty much done Trinkau, I think. Mm. I don't think I've got much to add to Underwhelming that. Underwhelming so far. Yeah, needs, needs, pretty to, much. needs to pull his socks up if he's going to get another chance for me. Yeah. Um, and, and Semedo? Semedo. It's a strange one with Semedo because um, he's got into some good positions in the last few games. You know, twice against Watford, uh, once mm-hmm. against Southampton in the first 50 seconds. Could have scored and probably should have scored all, all three of those chances. Um, today, against Newcastle, the word I would use, I thought he was very hesitant. Um, he was very hesitant to get forward didn't think he got into many good spaces thought he was very negative with his passing backwards um, and didn't offer much of an option really uh, I thought he was pretty pretty poor today um, for someone who has shown glimpses of it but I'm not I'm, yeah it's, it's still it's similar to Trincao in a way that he just blows very hot and cold for me in and out of games um, I thought defensively he had a good second half against Southampton before he came off um, today I don't think he did much wrong defensively got caught out maybe once or twice but I just didn't think he, I thought he was too cautious and too hesitant going forward and that, that hindered what Wolves were trying to do because for me in this system the wing backs have got to do a lot more that means Marcel as well they've both got to do a lot more going forward Wolves Women podcast says worth noting that Wolves Women are currently top of the league uh, fair play played 6-1-5 drawn 1 lost 0 undefeated you'll be going there soon Liam uh, so it'll be great to get as many fans as possible at the CKW Stadium on Sunday the 10th as Wolves women take on Hull 2 o'clock kickoff. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, amazing start to the season for yeah. them. Yeah, no, they've been really good. I, I've watched a few of the highlights and obviously been keeping abreast of everything that's going on. Um, we're both away next week, as you already said. Are, um, but I think um, I need to double check which game it was, but there was a game later in October that I'm sort of uh, earmarking as a, to try and get down to. So, uh, so yeah, I'm... I, Dan is doing a great job there, doing a really good job, and uh, they've recruited well. Any uh, any plans over international break for you? Are you going to go anywhere? See any people? Willy dealing a bit more, bit more, you know, crotching. A lot of jujitsu. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there a lot. Yeah. yeah, play a bit of football, get a few errands done around the house. I'm sure. Nice. Um, I've got a couple of uni mates who are coming down to see me. Messy. Uh, on messy. the Friday the eighth. Oh. So that Friday and the Saturday. It's getting messy. Is it? It's going to get real messy. What does the missus do when you have the, have the boys round? Does she make herself scarce? No, no, she's you know she always uh, she's welcome to. I mean, she doesn't she probably want to come out with us, but she you know she, she says she's welcome, but she's not welcome. No, no, she, oh, no, you should come, you should come, you should come, but don't, just come. don't come. It's one of them. Yeah. Funny enough, she's actually got two of her uni friends over the same weekend. So oh, hello. Our house is a bit uh, is a bit busy. No, the boys, the boys will be. The boys will want to. Oh, we should get back. We should get back. It's a late one. It's a late one. The girls are there. You know, we can have a couple of drinks while I'm with them. A couple of a couple of glasses. I, I'll, be Could careful, get messy. I'll, I'll be careful what I say here because the answer is no. <laughs> uh, for no reason than, you know, I'm not going to give any reason. The answer is just no. Uh, come um, on. No, come on. I can't go any further than that. But No what, one's listening to this podcast, mate. Yeah, of course not. Only a few thousand. Um, what we do on the uh, on the Saturday, we're going to a Oktoberfest Ooh, hello. event at Warwick Castle. No, oh, that sounds good, actually. That sounds good. Like yeah. inside, like all the big Bavarian glasses and, you know, yeah. your. your 
what do they have? What, what kind of meat do they have? Meat? Do they have sausages? What's the crap? Oh, yeah, all, yeah, sausages and beer in it. All that. Yeah, exactly. You know, the live music, the whole lot. It's gonna be. It's gonna be good. Then out to town afterwards. Oh, come on, let's have it. I love it. In Leamington, that would be. So if anyone's around out and about in Leamington, hit me up. Friday, Saturday night. If you want an autograph, yeah. let me know. Wow. A, I'm joking. If you want a picture, come give me a shout. No, no, no. He'll do that and he'll tell you, oh, we're here. And Keenan will go, right, we're not going to that pub. We'll go to the next one. Uh, Gazzy says, going to travel over from Ireland for the West Ham game in November. Can you boys sort, source me a ticket if I'm stuck, he says. Can you get him a ticket? He can have his ticket, to be honest. He have Keno's. Come on, what would you do if I wasn't there? Um, uh, I actually don't answer that. Okay. Um, let's. Well, you're more likely to be able to do any any of that magic than I am because pretty you know, easy to get tickets. Your Wolf's Twitter have always got tickets. There's always a resale going on. There's always a you know a couple of tickets. But if you haven't got one, mate, let me know and I can uh, might be able to to sort you out of one. But don't don't rely on me. Go go down Wolf's Twitter. They'll sort you out. I'm sure. You put a tweet out. Everybody's pretty good on that community retweeting and stuff. I think I think if you if you really need a ticket for the game, you'll always find one. You've got your, yourself out of that one. Good work. Exactly. Um, thank you very much. Right. Aston Villa, Wolverhampton Wanderers. It's going to be, um, it's going to be exciting. Um, what do you make of it at this moment in time? It's, do we class it as a derby? That's a question straight away. Uh, I don't know. It's derby for them. It's the, it's the closest to a derby the Wolves have got in the Premier League. In the Premier League, yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm not sure I really... I mean, I don't know. I, a lot of fans go back and forth with it on both sides. Mm. Some of them will, and then you know, Wolves fans will respond saying it's not a derby, and then there'll be a load of Wolves fans getting all riled up mm. for it. Mm. Vice versa with Villa. I'm not sure it's a derby for me. No, uh, I think it's, it's obviously you know it's a, a bit of a rivalry. It's a fierce game. It'll be yeah. a good game, but yeah. I don't think it's. I don't. I'm not. No. I need to ask the the editors when I come back. Do I class it as a derby? Do I write derby in my? In I my, don't know. It depends. I, I need to see what they think. Although our editor is a Villa fan, so you never know what he's going to say. Very true. Um, look, they've got some good players, haven't they? I mean, look, this is going to be a, that, this is going to be a real serious test for Wolves. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you know, obviously mine is Grealish, but they've added well Ings, Watkins up top. You know, that's as good as anything in the Premier League, really. Um, they're going to have to be at the best. But this is it'll be interesting to see how they play. I think they'll raise the game. They always do raise the games against better sides. Uh, I'm not saying that Villa are better than Wolves, but you know, it's certainly better than the last couple of teams. You know. Absolutely, you know, but their quality from back to front, to be fair, and they're going to have. I think Emi Martinez is rushing back, trying to get back for the game, but he's got like a seven thousand mile journey to get back a few hours before kick off. They're going to stick him in goal, I think. So, um, how do you see the game playing, and where do you think Wolves need to? What do you think Wolves need to to play like? What kind of system do you think you can see for them to to try and? Get a win there. Yeah, it's going to be mentioned as well. Uh, Bailey that they got from Leverkusen. Yeah. He's a he's, a, he's so injured though, isn't he? he? Got injured. I think he's doing. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm. I've got a feeling he might be back in time for the Wolves okay. game. I'll have to look at it. But mm. you know, he, if he is played, he's a he's a force. He's, yeah. a, he's a real good signing. So, yeah, and you got uh, cash bombing down the wings. Yeah, exactly. on the other side. You, I mean, you're, you're I still t- think they're a bit dodgy at the bat. I still think Mings is a bit dodgy to be honest. But I know he's done better for England. I know Conter's done. Conter's probably the better player of the two to be honest for me. But there's goal. You can score goals against them for certain. Yeah, definitely. It's gonna be interesting how they line up actually, because I know against United the other day they when they won one nil they um, they played a five. Um, do they match up Wolves and play a five again? You'd imagine probably not because they're playing at home. Mm. Um, so there may be some spaces out wide yeah. for Wolves to, to Wolves to exploit. And I, I can't see a, 
any other world than Adama Traore coming in. Mm. Um, but has, has he got? Has Bruno got managers second guessing themselves now? I mean, he's rotating his wingers that, that you know, do you, they don't really know exactly what he's going to line up mm. with. Although I would be shocked if it's not Huang and Adama. But yeah. you know, you never know, do you? I mean, he shocked us today. I couldn't believe Adama was starting today. And that's not a bad thing to have, is it? No, it's not, it's not no. bad to be you know, a little bit toes, unpredictable. Yeah. yeah, and and he he said this a lot as well, Bruno recently, and he's totally right when he says it that all four of their wingers, obviously. Neto not included, he's injured at the moment, but all four that are fit are all very, very different, aren't yeah. they? You compare, oh, yeah. Huang is more of a centrally-minded striker, Podence likes to receive the ball inside and turn in tight spaces, Adama likes to be out wide most of the time, Trincao, we're probably still figuring out what, what he likes, but in terms of you know his style, what kind of player he is, he's quite sort of graceful on the ball and um, he's very different to, to the rest of them, so you're totally right, I mean, Wolves could spring a bit of a surprise. Um, and it's interesting what, what they do in midfield as well because I didn't think um, I'll carry out what I'm about to say by saying this that I don't think he played badly but I don't think Neves was, was outstanding today I thought he no. was run of the mill um, I thought Moutinho had a better game actually next to him do, does Dendonka come back in for example and, and particularly away from home when you're which you obviously did against Southampton when you're wanting maybe a bit more crunch in the tackle maybe a player to carry the ball forward a bit more um, do you want a Dendonka in there maybe and at the moment he seems Bruno seems to be loving Jaramitinho. Mm. Doesn't seem to be dropping Absolutely, yeah, yeah. So just never drop out for Dendonka, perhaps. Um, well, you, you've got Jao better in the ratings than, than, than Neves as well. So you yeah. say he was better than. I, I thought he was better today. Yes, certainly. I thought he. Um, I thought his interceptions uh, playing between the lines. I thought was was better. I thought his distribution of the ball on the whole was better. There was one or two hairy moments. Um, there's there's definitely questions. I, for me, I don't I don't see the back three changing unless something. Happens over the. You don't see Bolly coming coming back in. I don't now. think so. Okay. I don't think so. Yeah, I think we're going to see. I think it's going to be a good few weeks till we see Bolly come in. At the same time, I think I think it'll be until they lose the game. To be honest, man. Yeah. I think. Yeah, I do. I think that if they go and that's hopefully not happens, but if they go if they go and get beat two 0 by Villa, I think Bolly comes straight back in. I just think that at the moment, I, I agree. You can't. You can't. You can't take any of those three out. We thought that Saiz might be out for the Southampton game, but it wasn't. He went with. He went with that back three. You know, gave him another chance. Um, after Bournemouth and they they paid they paid him so I think that um, yeah I think until they lose again I think we might see a change but they've earned the place yeah definitely I, and wing backs as well I, I can't see Marcel again I don't think he was great I really don't no no it's a real strange situation with him the way he seems to be very sort of disorganised and, mm. and misplacing too many passes and simple simple and obviously not uh, offering much going forward either so um, but I don't think he'll change those I think you know he He's going to want Marcel, particularly away from home, to be solid defensively and yeah. keep him in. Yeah, I don't think he, be um, risky to go Ignore yeah, away exactly, away. exactly. Um, so I don't see. I don't actually don't see many changes. Unless, again, obviously, unless we have any changes over the um, international break with those that are going away. Mm. But um, you, you want to be away from home at Villa Park in a game like that. You want to be um, robust and, and industrious with the ball. You want to be uh, look after it well and manage the game well because. I don't think Wolves are going to be a gung-ho attack in this game. I really don't. I think mm. they're going to try and pick their moments. And I think that's probably a smart way of, of going about it, provided you don't absorb so much pressure that sure. you're putting yourself under yeah. um, intense pressure, mm. <laughs> again, mm. to use the word. Um, and if you get... You want you you don't want the Villa Park crowd to be so riled up because Villa is starting to get good opportunities. Yeah. You want to keep them quiet by keeping Villa quiet themselves. It's mm. going to be a tough game, certainly. A bit of fire. I like it. This is what a season's about, isn't it? Absolutely, it is. Um, I'll, leave my, I'll leave my prediction for next week because we are going to have a little potty, but I'm going to do a special mailbag show. 
So it's just going to be questions. So when we come in, when I when I get back from from Hull, when you're back, we'll do a little just just questions, question and answer session. Then I'll I'll let you know my prediction then. Because I was close today. Two 0 Wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. What? You said I was back after these two games. Yeah, but I was close. I was close. Two 0 and two one. Two 0 and two one. I'll be close. I was. Go on. I said nil nil for Leicester game. That was one nil. Well, that, that's a draw and a, that's a draw and a defeat. So no, not really. <laughs> yeah, but it's one goal. It's a completely really different. It's completely, Wait, a completely different result. Um, you well, what, did, what did you say? You said two two. At, you said uh, you said you said one one you against said Bournemouth. You said two two at Southampton. Yeah, but yeah, but one-nil. you had the first six games of the season. You haven't nailed any of them. I've had one. Come off it. I'm getting I'm getting Villa. You promised me I was back after the, after those two games. I, I, I promise nothing. Okay, you, okay, you're getting Villa, and when, oh. that, and when that comes back and bites you in the arse, I'm having the next one. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. We'll we'll get someone a shirt this season. I promise. Even if I have to buy it ourselves, <laughs> give it away on the streets. Just stand out a stall at uh, Dunley Street. So yeah, have a good one, mate. Um, enjoy international break. I shall um, um, try and come back with a bit of a tan, hopefully. And um, I won't begin to tan Warwick, but that's fine. No, no, you you struggle, mate. I think mean, get get in the beds, mate. Get on the beds. Oh, yeah, look at that. He's showing me his forearm. I mean, it literally is Casper the Friendly Ghost. <laughs> oh, you enjoyed it. Um, enjoy a little Saturday, 8.25pm little broadcast, little chit-chat, mate. We'll have to go. Um, thank sick. you very much for everyone for listening, as ever. Uh, have a great international break, and we shall see you next week. From me, from Liam. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.